Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know what it's a good time for, Amanda? A new episode of What Women Bitch. It is, but you know what we're doing today? <laughs> what are we doing? Guess where our guest is. It's I- us! <laughs> so I just went to 90s Con. I had my original combat boots from Close. My yes! navy blue, Doc Martens. There's the cast of Full House. There's the cast of Boy Meets World. Chili from TLC. She's going to come be on our podcast. We're just the guests today. It's so nice. Yeah, we were like, you know what? We just want to talk. We need to catch up. We need to catch up. We need a little catch up. But here's the other thing. I think it is a good time in the year for your checkup. Do you see my nose? Oh, I got this what boo-boo. happened? So I went to the dermatologist just to have a skin check, and I have a little, there was something on my nose. I could see it with my eye. I was like, what's on my nose? And I realized I had a new birthmark. And so they did a little burn on it, and no matter what makeup I put on, it won't cover. But it's a good reminder, everybody. Time for your checkup. Time for checkups. Time. That's Get your mammogram. Get your colonoscopy. Go to your, you know, gyno. Go to your dermatologist. Get your checkups, people. It's a important. lot of body admin. There's a lot. But you know what? I try to do it all in like one month. But then with the kids and dentists and, you know, yeah, this one's every six months. This one's every, you know, it's like. Four other people to make, do the same thing. Yeah. But it's important. It is important. Gotta stay on top. It's a lot of work. I feel like taxiing to body admin appointments for all the people is a full-time job. Oh, I got, the kids have a dentist appointment tomorrow and I got to take all three of them. That means I got to go to all three schools, pick up all three kids, get them to the dentist and get them back and drop them off at three schools. It actually, I think I should just do it one at a time because it'll be more time for me, but all that is like time they're missing out on school. Oh, that's so. true. It's all a pain in the butt, but it's important, people. So it's time. I just got my first colonoscopy last year. Yeah, How I'm glad that? to share that. And I thought I would lose five pounds, but I didn't. Um, oh, but it was but great. It's Nothing. not a, it's not a, what is the thing where you- a cleanse? Yeah, the thing where they shoot the water up there. Oh, no, it's not an enema. No, 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 but there's like a thing you oh, go and do. The, it's not the, a colonic. 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 I've always is. wanted to do one of those. Why? It sounds fantastic. You lose a lot doesn't of weight, it, apparently. Doesn't it weird you out the thought of like seeing it go through a tube? No, I'm not going to look. Wait, stop. Let's You're stop totally going to look. <laughs> stop it. Everyone's I don't look, look when they put an IV in my arm. I hate that stuff. Really? Oh, you see. You know what else? I doctor. Give me Gotta go to the eye doctor. I do that regularly because now that my children have apparently eaten my brain and my eyesight. I I know. Well, wait until you hit your 40s there, girl. Because, like, uh, I think it was 44. All of a sudden I was like, I can no longer read the shampoo bottle. (laughs) I can no longer read the side of the groceries, you know, the grocery store. I can no longer read the side of the cereal to see how many calories it has. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden I got to carry these freaking things with me everywhere and you know i know that there are people out there that have had to wear glasses their whole lives or since they were children i i I, but i'm like just getting used to it is really really difficult it is very different i never had to wear them until after my first kid and then but my oldest already he's nine he already has to wear glasses so it's a it's a different world it is it is and then you know braces and all that with uh, this is the thing i would like to share never had those either i had them just for a short minute because i think as we talked about once before i have this tv uh, TV teeth problem tooth problem toothies um I yeah so I had to wear braces for like six months to move a tooth into place but my kids all have to have them because my husband has a very tiny mouth um, which <laughs> makes for good kissing but not for <laughs> good <laughs> good genetics for kids teeth but here's the thing that tiny mouths you. are good for kissing they are good for kissing I didn't know that yeah I mean Lessons I think learned. So. I don't know if it has anything to do with the tiny mouth or the, or the giant <laughs> lips that he has but I, I like it um the, the um the thing nobody tells you when you have kids is they all are like, oh, save for college, save for college. So many different ways to save for college, right? Mm-hmm. You get a 529, you can keep a jar of pennies, whatever it is. Right. Savings bonds. So many different savings. But the thing nobody tells you is save for the freaking orthodontics. Because mm-hmm. every time you walk in the door, it's a easy five grand you're dropping per kid, per oh. visit. Dental in general is, Wow. It's mind-blowing to me. It's the business to get into because nobody wants to dig through your mouth. My sister is a dentist. Oh. My littlest sister, her. Molly. Hi, Molly. Good job. Good job, okay. Molly. Way to go. I know. She's really good at it, too. We should invite her on a trip. She's the kind who likes to dig in people's mouths, though. Probably the same kind of people who like to watch the tube during the colonic. The tube during the colonic. This has gone way downhill very quickly. <laughs> I just wanted people to get a checkup. That's all I wanted. 
So every month is a struggle, right? To just eat better and eat healthier. And I don't care if it's New Year's or no, it's the it middle of change. June or no, it doesn't change. And I'm always trying to eat better. But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring because no. magic spoon. That's right. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, it fits in all day long and it's delicious. They have amazing flavors that you will love without all the bad stuff, right? It's That's right. Zero grams of sugar. There's lots of protein in there. There's only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And only 140 calories per yeah, serving. It's key. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Lots of great things there, guys. The variety pack comes with four different flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter, so you can try them all. What's your latest mix-up? I know we always talk about mixing these up. Which way have you gone? Well, you know my classic is the chocolate and peanut butter together. Yes. However, frosted and chocolate... It's like a okay. milkshake. Okay. Yeah, bowl. yeah, yeah. That's like a Neapolitan or something, right? It's so good. What if you put frosted with peanut butter? What do you think? Oh. Like a vanilla peanut butter? I think I'm going to try that next. That would be really good. So you guys can try it too. Go to magicspoon.com slash WWB to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code WWB at checkout to save $5 off your first order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee, which you will be. But if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash WWB and use the code WWB to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring What Women Binge. You know what's really hard? What's that? Creating and sticking with healthy habits. It's really hard sometimes, and especially when the to-do list is just like a mile long. There's like a million things we all have to do, but we still have to try to eat good, right? Yeah, you know what makes it so much easier for me? Let me guess. Splendid Spoon. Yes, I'm telling you, this sponsorship has changed my life. I know. I love it. Because of Splendid Spoon sponsoring What Women Binge, we have both become huge fans. Yes. And we eat it constantly, and we're always reporting back to each other on our favorite. Like, my one of my favorites is the spicy lentil soup. Oh, I'm I not love saying the, lentil soup. the name right, but it's so good. And the broccoli hemp seed oh, soup. Yeah, yeah. I think the bowl. Yeah. It's delicious. And, of course, they have their vegan meatball marinara that's, like, a huge favorite. So good. And the taco bowl. Oh, my gosh. I could really go on and on. Yes. And the shots. The recovery shots. Or there's a detox shot. The detox shot is great. And the immunity shot. Yeah. And they just give you what you need in that little dose right there. So you guys can get some, too. You can get started and save $35 on your first order of delicious plant-based meals at SplendidSpoon.com slash binge 35. That's right. SplendidSpoon.com slash binge 35 to save $35 on your first order. So it comes out to like $6.66 a meal. very much. That's amazing. It's perfect. And we want to thank Splendid Spoon for sponsoring this episode of What Women Binge. Speaking of high school. You want to talk about it? Well, you were in high school in the 90s. No, I wasn't. I was in high school. You were in high school in the 90s. (laughs) I forgot who was older here. I was in high school in the 90s. I mean, I'm wearing my um, Leonard Skinner with my leggings. Like, this is like the rock and roll girl I wish I was in the 90s, but I was a little bit. And this hair is very reminiscent of... um, what was the movie you were in with the yearbook girl? Oh, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> Didn't you have pigtails? I, I did have pigtails. I, yeah, I've got my hair twisted up, and these are almost like butterfly clips, but really they're, they're so like cute. they're like blow-drying hair. Butterfly clip. clips are bad. Butterfly, oh, God. Not, oh, that was an amazing period of time, people. So, uh, <laughs> we could do incredible hair origami with butterflies. I know, that's the problem. It was a lot. It was a lot. So I just went to 90s con. How was it? A few weeks ago. It was so it was exhausting for me because I was with my Sabrina family, mm-hmm. my Sabrina cast and crew. I was with Caroline Ray, Beth Broderick. They played Hilda and Zelda, Nate Richard, who played Harvey, um, Jenna Lee Green, who played Libby. And then there's the cast of Full House. There's the cast of Boy Meets World. There's um, TLC. There's um, oh there's oh, my gosh, uh, like so many people from the 90s that either I loved or I knew. There's Did you Joey fan Lawrence out? and the whole Lawrence Brothers family. Like, how do I spend time with them? But I got to say hi to Candace and then Lacey Chabert and the party of five people. But I want to say hi to Scott Wolf because I really want to do a Christmas movie with him. And he's so adorable. <laughs> so, you know, the whole time I'm like trying to say hi to people, trying to meet people, trying to catch up with people. But also my friends were there because I was in Connecticut, which is where right. I was. I was living before Nashville. So I'm like seeing friends. It's my son's birthday and I'm on my way to spring break with my family. So it was like a lot going I'm on. I'm exhausted hearing this. I was exhausted at the end of it all. Um, but it was so fun, and there was a little bit of 90s style. Like, I've got my choker on right now. I very much appreciate the choker. Did you wear it at the con? I did, actually. I did, because I figured it was the only... I didn't... And do you know what I wore? What? I had my original... Oh, we'll put those up on here. For season three, we'll put them on the shelf behind me. Uh, my combat boots from Clarissa. My yes! navy blue... Doc Martens. I The so laces broke those. as soon as I tried to tie them on, so I had to put different laces in them. But yeah, my... Well, if that's the only part of those shoes that aged, it's a good thing. Oh, no, they're... 
the the inside is like gone. They're basically breaking. They're like paper mache now instead of leather. But um, they are. But they. But you know, I left the dirt on them. They're still dirty as hell from the '90s, and I don't think I've worn them since the '90s. But it was fun to wear them again. This, you you need to rock them more often. I know, and it was um, it was really fun. People were so nostalgic. People were wearing costume. Like '90s is fun because it's, gosh, you know, the what '90s. Do you wear for '90s. I mean, I know it's back. Leggings under jeans or under skirts. Little t-shirts under little spaghetti straps. Lots of layers. Yeah. Lots of layers. Or like a tight, um, like a leotard type top, you know, like a crotch snap top with like like high jeans and a belt and a flannel tied around your waist and like your hair and crazy side ponytail or that actually side ponytail is a little bit more 80s. Um, but yeah, we had to do a '90s trivia with against the Boy Meets Boy Meets World people. But I have to say that audience was more Boy Meets World than Sabrina. You think? Oh, they they won the whole competition. I got very upset. <laughs> <laughs> You're not competitive at all. I'm not usually, but in that um, case, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, you are. I guess I am. You are. Did you fan out? Did you meet anybody you'd never met before? I did. Chili from TLC came running up to me, hugged me so tight, and uh, we hung out and we took a picture together, and she's going to come be on our podcast. That'll be As awesome. As soon as we can figure it out, she will be here. She was awesome. So Don't sweet. She is in amazing shape, man. She looks life. great, and she is so strong. When she hugged me, I thought she was going to break me in half. I mean, she's, she's like my height. Has she ever not been in shape? She's so... I mean, I think we've been seeing her midriff oh since the gosh. 90s. She is just muscle. It's amazing. But like little. As pretty and, in person as she Oh my gosh, so pretty. And um, and just sweet as pie. Said hi to everybody. Took pictures with everybody. Like she was more fanning out than anybody else there. That's so fun. And then Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel, and from all that, he came running up to me and hugged me. Orange soda. (laughs) Is that from Good Burger? It's well, all All that that and Keenan and Kel. I was like, I need a picture with Kel because my kids love Good Burger. Oh my gosh. But I mean, I know Kel from way back when. But you know, it was like we both looked. I like. I'm like, we definitely have aged. Because we were kids <laughs> when we did that. I mean, yeah, y'all. He's in our Nickelodeon days. I assume he's a little bit older than me. Right? Yeah, I would think he's probably like 41, 42, something like that. Yeah. But he's um but he's so sweet. So sweet. He was always he and Keenan were always so nice. I can't cross my legs in these jeans and I always forget. You're wearing jeans instead of leggings. I know. That's I, your problem. That's hard your pants. Fault. I'm not a fan. Hard pants. All right, what shows did you like in the nineties? Well, I was a little bit younger than you, so I was still into all the Nickelodeon. Thanks for rubbing it in. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> um, so Clarissa, obviously, big deal in our house. Um, are you afraid of the dark? Oh, yeah. Um, it's I, so funny. I don't think of that as being a big 90s show, but like people looking back love that. Do you remember Hey Dude? Well, yeah, because David Lasher, and he was on Sabrina. I was obsessed with Hey Dude. Yeah. And what else? Did you ever watch 15? That was at the same time. That's I don't think I did. That's Ryan Reynolds and Corky. What was Corky's name? Because I kind of dated Corky for a minute because we met at a Nick Takes Over Your School event. But like the oh, Hey Dude guys fun. would be there and then the Salute Your Shorts. Mm-hmm. Danny Tamborelli was at uh, the 90s con I just did. Salute Your Shorts. It was not allowed in my house because I think it said butt and fart in the theme song. <laughs> so, But we would sneak and watch it anyway. Um, the end of You Can't Do That on Television... Oh, you can't do that on television. It was great. It was so good. That's probably one of the reasons I was excited to be on Nickelodeon when I did Clarissa. I otherwise, it was like a game show network when I got. Yeah. Um, oh, but then you had all the great game shows. You had Guts mm. and uh, what was the the wild, wild and crazy kids? Yes. Do you remember that? No. They did. They were like in teams, like color coded teams, and it was outside, and they would do these like crazy obstacle courses and stuff. See, I wasn't watching Nickelodeon in the 90s because by then I was watching 90210 and Melrose Place. That came later for me. So I, I was the tail end of Melrose Place. Okay. Like I sort of, 90210 was already over. Actually, it was while I was shooting. Yeah, it was while I was shooting Clarissa. So that would have been just early, early 90s, like 1990. Mm-hmm. That while I was doing Clarissa, like my Wednesday night was spent with like Brandon Walsh and now your neighbor. He's now my neighbor. <laughs> Which is so bizarre. We got to get him on the show too, Jason Priestley, uh, who I did the movie uh, uh, Dear Christmas with a few years ago on Lifetime. Um, and he's a sweetheart. And his wife is probably the most gorgeous woman in the entire world. They're like the prettiest couple they are so pretty. in the whole world. They are so pretty and so sweet. And we got to get them on here. But um, Party of Five, though. We talked about that. Party of Five. So Lacey Chabert was a Broadway star. Amazing. And I was friends with her when I was little. So 
I loved watching her, but then, yeah, Matthew Fox, and then I just met Scott Wolf at the 90s con, and oh my God. First of all, aging really well. Second of all, <laughs> sweet as can be. And I don't know if you've seen my TikTok with him, but you got to check it out because it's funny. TikToks. Yeah. We got to get better at the TikToks. We gotta, we, we're working on our TikToks, people. Don't right, judge. Got any tips? Put them out there. If you got any tips, send us some tips on our TikToks, but we're going to get better at them. We're just, we're just going to. I think we're great at it. We're so we're good just... for middle aged. Sorry, I'm middle aged people that are doing TikTok. I mean, am I? Tech, am I middle I don't aged? Know. No, you're not middle aged. Like forty five. Let's say is middle aged. So we're saying hundred is like I'm, old. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. By the time we get older, it will be. I hope. I don't know. Do I hope? Let's not talk. Anyways, about it. let's not talk about it. Back to the nineties. Back, <laughs> Back to the nineties. And um, then what else was on TV that I'd love? Trying so to think much? what I watched. Full House was a staple. See, mine was all Aaron Spelling. I feel like nineties was always Aaron Spelling stuff for me. Well. I was still watching TV with my parents. You were a mostly. kid, and I was a teen. My sister was a little bit older. older, and so there were things that I would watch with her that I wasn't. I was never supposed to watch MTV. Oh gosh, that's what I did in the nineties. Mm-hmm. That's all I did. But I totally did watch it. That was that Real was World for me. and Road Rules and all those. Um, and then obviously, Real World was a big deal. That was but like a huge MTV deal. in general. That would just be on, mm-hmm. no matter what you were doing. You're getting ready to go out. You're going to school. You're going. That was just instead of like, I guess the generation before us would have the radio on. Mm-hmm. We just had MTV on. And when that video came on that you wanted to see, you turned and watched, you know, Michael Jackson do Thriller, or you yeah. watched, you know, George Michael doing um, the mornings. I remember we lived in my grandmother's house for a little while, and. Early in the mornings, after my sister had gone off to school, it was like music videos on MTV. I think that's all Billy I did. Billy Idol. Uh, yeah, yeah. The but like, but remember, um, George Michael, thr- uh, oh, not Thriller Freedom. Of with course, all the supermodels? I do. Because my grandmother, I'm pretty positive, had he ever come around, she would have oh. walked out on all of us for George Michael. She didn't really Vogue and understand Vogue. what was happening there. <laughs> Big and Vogue on on MTV. Uh, Metallica had some great videos. Yes. Like what I loved about the music videos and what I miss about them was they were such an artistic expression. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, you have the song and you can do your interpretation of what you think the artist's version of the song is. But then you can also like when you see what their version of it is as far as a visual goes, like Unforgiven, Metallica, you probably don't. Like, I think I do. So Unforgiven was a great song. But the video in black and white, it's this little boy who crawls through a tube and ends up in like um like a silo like an open silo and he's stuck inside and at the and then he grows old and he becomes an old man and then he finds the key and then he can get out finally get out of the silo when he's old man so it's like i don't know like a metaphor for being stuck in your own head your whole life and like from a child just being like caged and stuck and Not then the key's out. right there with you the whole time and you didn't know how to use it or how to find it or you know it's just like making a whole different thing than what you might think unforgiven it you know it it was just it was art and it was amazing and whether they were dance numbers or they were important things like you know in vogue getting out the you know rock the vote and the whole yes. thing or oh rock the vote that was huge oh my gosh rock the vote was like yeah i thought it was really important just to vote and then um when i did vote for the first time on the set of sabrina and i told everybody who i voted for they got really 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 mad at me and i didn't know that there could be political differences because i thought all i had to do was vote that's my that's my my right. duty as an american i have to vote yeah but they didn't like people it turns out people don't always like the same people oh i didn't know that now you know now i know <laughs> 26 years later but well, at least um, you learned early i did i did no yeah um <laughs> but yeah the 90s were like it's weird because it's it, you know you have that the first half of it, which feels so much, so very much like the '80s, mm-hmm. right? The side ponytails and it the, all runs together, and the yeah, the high waisted jeans and all that. And then '90s, all of a sudden, you get the you know, as you creep into the '90s, the the tops creep up, the bottoms creep down. <laughs> all of a sudden, you got the Britney Spears going on, where it's just under the nipple and just above the pubes, and like you know, you're showing everything from here to there. Everyone's got belly rings. Everyone's you know got crazy hair. Nobody had abs. Everyone That's true. Was it wasn't about being cut. Yeah, it, it was wasn't just... about being hard. Yeah. That was like, it was an achievable. I mean, I never got to be that, but see, but I want to be felt like achievable, like a Rembrandt. Nowadays, painting. yes. When is that coming? Back? A Rembrandt painting, yes. Like beauty, a little, a little softness right here. <laughs> the, a little the dimples and what folds. do they say? Cushion for the pushing, and a little, <laughs> little more for holding on and hanging on. And you just said cushion for I the pushing. I did. <laughs> I did. Um, but yeah, there's a little. <laughs> I always take it a little too far. 
You could, oh. My husband will hate me for that, but he won't listen, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I wish. But yeah, you know, like, back. and yeah, you're right. Like, oh, but then like the music too, like Britney, Christina, Mandy Moore. Oh, speaking of those figures and fashions, I was in TJ Maxx last week and walked past a pair of low rise lace up front jeans. No. On a mannequin. And like Britney wore to the about Super Bowl? had to come apart because do they not know? Do they not understand? What, that that's already been done? Not only that it's already been done, but we have moved past it because... No, it, this is the thing, Amanda. Nobody realizes that. This generation does not realize I've done the mom jeans. They look terrible. I'm not doing it again. I'm not. Girl. You don't want to do the lace-up fronts. I don't want to do I the mom jeans. I want to just look at them in the eyes and be like, understand now, you will never be able to sit down without butt cleavage. And your poor cha-cha Louise yeah. will never be the same. Don't touch on Louise. Do it. But like the orthopedic <laughs> shoes. Do it. They're just ugly. Why are we wearing orthopedic shoes? Why is everyone dying so their hair gray before you get old? That will happen. Probably sooner than you thought thought it would. Why are you going gray right now? I'm because- totally fine with the shoes because A, shoes are God's way of keeping me frugal. I cannot I know. wear cute shoes. Well, you have they to don't explain make them that. Large I feel enough. like you don't yes, you have you have big feet. I have skis. For your skis, so you can't buy a lot of shoes. A lot of, sh- a lot of shoes come in your size, so that's no. what that's why God keeps you frugal. Not because not because you I don't want buy them. them. <laughs> because you, yeah. Trust me, I I I look at my fair share of beautiful designer shoes, but see, this is why we're purse girls. That's right. My I just don't away. like shoes. You don't they're torturous. They're torturous to me. I love a beautiful shoe. I love a high heel. But I'm at the point in my life where that is not a practical shoe any longer. Well, let me ask you this. Was the trend of metallics, is that early 2000s? That's early 2000s, right? That's like J-Lo. Like Jewel Tones and Metallics. Yes, that was early 2000s. Like when Marc Jacobs had his purple metallic purse and all that stuff. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's not 90s. See, it gets a little blurry. It does. It all, again, like the 80s flowing into the 90s. I feel like the 90s flowed into the 2000s. and. It's all like that 98 to 2001 is all kind of. Well, and and also like depending on what you wore, it doesn't mean that everybody was wearing that. Like 90s could be the like what I've got going on, like like layers of rock and roll. Oh, but it could also be. It's kind of classic though. It's kind of, yeah, kind of classics. It was still a little bit of the shoulder pads, like big shapes. A little bit in the beginning, yeah. And then um, mini skirts. That I feel like that didn't go out for a long time through the nineties. Backless, backless, nineties backless was mm-hmm. a. I wore a lot Halter of backless. Tops. I still have some backless shirts that I will not give up because I'm like someday. <laughs> well, they're back now. Someday my back and I will be able to not wear a bra. No, there's no not wearing a bra these days, but <laughs> I will not do that. The halter tops were huge. Deal. I mean, but like we're talking Halters. about like children. I was in like sixth grade in 1997, and I have a vivid memory of wearing like. Tiny mini skirts and halter tops. Like, that was totally appropriate. Yes. Well, if you watch what I wore in Drive Me Crazy, what year was that? Drive Me Crazy came out in 99. We shot it in, like, 98 or 97. Um, They built me a red halter top that I wear in the whole movie with my stomach showing. And, like, basically I look like I'm at the beach. I think I'm in jeans on the bottom, like, loose-fitting jeans and, like, platform sandals. Oh, thing. Pla- I, that's the other thing I miss is platforms. And I then this that red back. built, they built me this red halter. So it just ties in the back and ties behind the neck. So my back is bare. My stomach's bare. My chest is basically bare. And it's perfectly acceptable. And it's at school. Yeah. That was my school look. It's like euphoria today, but you were living it in the 90s. That's the thing. And you do these things and everyone's like, you should wear a mid, uh, look, I'm doing a center part today because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not. Try this if I tried to do that, then. look, I already look like your co-star Sam. You you only look like Sam because you're wearing a tie-dye shirt. I'm like, really him? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. But only because you didn't style it that way today. See, I like a side part. And I've always liked a side part. I don't even know if I did middle parts. I mean, unless it was like a look I was looking for. I had giant hair. Well, it either makes you look like a baby or an old lady. No, okay, so. Or an old man. Princess Diaries. Was that 2000s or was that 90s? Princess Diaries should be like late 90s. Okay. So me at Thermopolis, that's me in real life. <laughs> like, never under flat irons weren't a thing yet. I had hot rollers. Oh, you know, it was crimpers. And a blow dryer. And trying to deflate hot this rollers. system, I didn't understand my curls or anything at that point. 
So it was just like triangle head. And then if you tried to middle part it, it was just. So I've got a different hair situation. My hair is very, very stick straight. I have a lot of hair, but it's very fine. So it's really like it looks thin, but it's like I actually have a lot. But um, it's so straight. It dries this like this is how it dried this morning. And um, but it, I always wanted body. I wanted a little wave. I wanted a little beach curl or something. But um, the only way to get that was we did foam curlers when I was a little. Girl. Oh, yes. And you but a lot of time we'd sleep in them wet. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't dry. And then, because I do have a lot of hair, and so it wouldn't dry. And then in the morning, it's just, like, sloppy. Like, it's a little bit, like, the ends are bent, but, like, the rest is just still wet, so it dries straight. Or um, what I started doing, I think this is, let's see, it was just about the start of middle school for me. So it's just getting into the 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. I did the lioness uh, bangs. So I had the bangs, and I did the tiny, tiny curling iron that's, like, the size of your finger. Oh, no. And curled it back in many, 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 many little... And then, the, then I keep one me. row of baby bangs and curl that under. So curl this one under and then all these on top. And I had like a lion mane in the front. Just my bangs. Are there pictures of this? I will find some. I need. This I will needs find to some. Happen. We will post them. Um, yeah. No. It, oh, like the, see, I'm a firm believer and you, you just go with it. Hair is hair. So if there's a trend you want to try, try it. But do what works for you. <laughs> yes, and but always document it because there's going to oh, be yeah. a day. Oh, yeah. And you're going to want to. Remind no, me but one I day to the... tell you about the croissant bang. Oh, it was bad. Oh, I can't wait. But I feel like the whole thing with hair, especially in any style, is like, well, first of all, if you stick with the classics, you're never going to go wrong. If you stick with something Audrey Hepburn would wear, you're going to be okay. It's great. Yeah, if you're going to go with capris or a nice little slide or whatever, it doesn't matter what kind of platform is in style or if it's a wide heel or a low heel or a pointy toe or a wide toe. Like, I can't do the wide toes again. Those, those, I hate wide toe shoes. Like, I will always be pointy because I think that's classic. But, you know, and I've been in too many, like, um, uh, worse dressed. Not too many, but a few that have you? frightened me away from being brave. A oh, few. no. Just a few. And they were wonderful outfits. And I look back and I'm like, you're idiots. That was actually a great look. You just photographed it in a bad way and then put it on your worst. Maybe you'd had no one else that was worse that week and you had to find something. But um, I wore this Vivian Tam once, this orange. This was probably like 1997 or 8. And I'm wearing like this orange Vivian Tam. And it was a thing where it was like a halter top, but it had a longer piece over it. But you could see through it in the right light. Yes, yes. So you I could know. see underneath the, the shape of it. You know, mm-hmm. I was covered in the right places, but if you saw through it, it was really pretty. So totally it was a little bit long. Pretty. It was a little bit short. Yeah. And then I had like a high-waisted uh, orange. It was like a matching uh, crepey orange. And then it was a high-waisted skirt. And again, it's, it had a skirt underneath that stopped at the right length. But then it went down long and had a big slit inside of it. And there's a picture of me out there that's like I'm bent over. And someone was like, I don't get what it is. Is it long? Is it short? Is it tr- is it cropped? Is it not? You know, and I was like, no, if I stood up nicely and posed properly. You'd actually taken a proper photograph of it. If I knew how to be a model it would, or someone used the right photograph, yeah, then then you would see how pretty this dress is. But then it freaked me out. I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to wear like, you know, a black little skirt with We're like We're not some... living our life like that anymore. Well, let's see. I'm supposed to go to the Grammys. We'll see what I, well, a, a Grammy viewing party. And we'll see what I wear and maybe I'll get on the worst dress list again. Or maybe I should try maybe and get on the Maybe the worst. goal is to be 100% yourself and if that ends, winds you up on the worst dress list, so be it. Yeah, that's true. Just be comfortable. Be happy. Love what you're wearing. If you feel like a princess, you should wear it. Right? Nice. I do feel like a princess. I have this this blue metallic dress from Alice and Olivia, but... I'm getting people telling me I shouldn't wear it, but it's reminiscent of the eight. Actually, it's maybe more like 2000s. It is a little 2000s, but I love it. Mm -hmm. So all that said, if you've learned anything from the 90s, it's dress how you want. Don't go with trends. Just stay away from the low rise jeans, y'all. Because you're going to regret it. Trends are trends for a reason. Nobody's butt cleavage is pretty. Wear a backless shirt because that's fun. Oh, that is fun. Backless is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have back knee. Even then. You know who can help you with that. <laughs> There's a sponsor for that. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that there's like, I mean, there's, you know, jean waists come high, come low, different, different. Wear what fits you. Be comfortable. Just don't wear the ones, men, don't wear the ones with the big pockets with the, with the drawings all over them. What was that called? Mark, Mark my husband used to wear those. Oh, like a The huge pockets. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Oh. Gosh, what and like was all it? that stitching on the pocket, it yes, was ridiculous. Yes, and the girl versions were like rhinestones, yes. crosses. It was so wrong. Like you're just drawing so much butt. attention to your butt cheek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, worst was was this? It may have been early two thousands. 
Von Dutch. Are you going to say Von Dutch? No, I was going to say the words across the butt on like the Sophie shorts. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the yeah. velvet. Especially Victoria's Secret does a big butt track suit. Pink. Yes, but before that, remember, track it would just suits. say like I still have hottie. <laughs> Juicy Couture. I, oh. Now, I love that... Juicy when it was like $12 t shirts, and then all of a sudden they're like $150 t shirts, and you're like, what just happened here? Uh, they became popular. Britney Spears wore one. Oh. And we all wanted it. And JLo. JLo. Paris Hilton one. was wearing the Uggs, even though those are surfer shoes for Australia people. Yes, that's right. Uggs were meant for Australian surfers. I still love the Uggs. Yes, I do too. I wear them on movies a lot. Amanda, name a song by Queen in 15 seconds. Go. Uh, I can sing it. Mama. Ooh. That's Bohemian Rhapsody. Good job. Good job. But you know what? I think if you were playing on Trivia Star, you totally would have gotten that. I think so. So Trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game, and it has over 60 different categories, and you get to choose the category, right? Yes. My personal favorite is pop culture, but there is celebrities, animals, music, television. So many. I always have to lay it down with my nine-year-old. He needs someone to hang out with him while he goes to sleep. And so I'm always trying to stay awake while he passes out and he's (laughs) snoring next to me. And I'm always playing Trivia Star. So it's super fun for me to like just have a little time to myself and play a little trivia because I love some trivia. And right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Yes, and those coins are great for if you get stuck. You just get some hints with those and they take care of you. And they help you beat the level, yeah. Yes, so if you want to get yours, go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and flex those brains. Yeah, Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. So download it today and challenge yourself. So Melissa, you know our modern diets aren't helping our problems as we age. No, for sure. I mean, our bodies produce less than half of the collagen they did in their 20s. I know. And it makes us feel old. Yeah, because you know what collagen is good for, right? What? It makes our skin, hair, joints, nails, bones. It just helps us look better and feel better. And we need it. Oh, is that why I've been looking so fresh these days? That's why, because you've been using Biotrust's Ageless Multi-Collagen Proteins. That must be exactly why. You know, it provides you with five types of collagen needed to support the entire anti-aging process, plus essential amino acids to make it a complete protein. That's right. And many other brands on the market only use one or two types of collagens. Yeah, it supports healthy skin, hair, nails, bones, joints, all of it. It also supports athletic performance, recovery, and an active lifestyle, which we both have. We Well, we both created thanks to Biotrust. Yes, and it supports gut health, it's easily digestible, it's taste-free and odorless, and it's third-party lab tested to ensure purity and potency. And it doesn't clump. Do you hear me? It does not clump. I love that. It's a miracle. It can be mixed in anything hot or cold. There's no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or sweeteners. Basically, guys, come on. It's all around good. It's all the stuff you need and none of the stuff you don't. And you need to try it for yourself if you haven't already. Here's what I want you to do. Go to biotrust.com slash binge, B-I-N-G-E, and get your special offer of up to 51% off today. You'll also get free shipping on your order and support from personal health and fitness coaches to work with you, and they'll share their expertise with you. So that's biotrust.com slash binge, B-I-N-G-E, to get your special up to 51% off offer. We thank you, BioTrust, for sponsoring What Women Binge. What'd you give up for Lent? I'm not Catholic. I give up nothing. (laughs) Oh, come on. You just have to give up. I gave up complaining, but apparently it's not working. So I have to say (laughs) a lot of Hail Marys. I say five Hail Marys every time I complain, but I can't tell the difference between complaining and just telling my stories. Oh, is that what you Yes, mean? I don't know. I don't know the difference. Unless it's like about my in-laws. Maybe okay. that's complaining. I don't know. No. So I guess, what have I given up for? I mean, I didn't do anything for Lent because I'm not. I've given up like, so, I'm not a big drinker. I don't like soda. Like, there's nothing I can really give up. You know what I should have given up? Bacon. I eat bacon every day. That might be a problem. <laughs> should I give up bacon? I love bacon. No, don't give up bacon. I gave up complaining. Give up the joys in life. <laughs> I know, but maybe maybe forty days without bacon would be a good sacrifice to the Lord for you know um, for my sins and just to repent a little and and also for my health. <laughs> I really dairy, but th- that was before and gluten. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of given those up anyway. That's the thing. Like, there's nothing. So I've given up salt because I you would use too much table salt. I've given up um, cursing, but with giving up cursing, same as complaining, it's kind of hard to judge. No, no, not 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 right now. I haven't given up oh, cursing. In the past. Right now. Yeah, I, like, I usually curse like a sailor. For those of you out there that I'm behaving myself and I say things like "cushion for the pushing" instead of <laughs> things so I want to say. <laughs> Please, you called it your coochie from Latucci. What did you call it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? 
Louise. Chacha Louise is just as bad as Coochie from the Tucci. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll just start calling it Addie LaRue after your last book. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I'm wrecking the set with my head. <laughs> All right, should we should we get to the uh, the questions? <laughs> were you going to say something about vaginas? What were we talking about? I'm not going to now. I think enough has been said about the vagina. <laughs> Meanwhile, ladies, go out and get your gyno appointment. And don't and get wear low-rise jeans. Thank you. And don't wear low-rise jeans because I'll just give you yeast infection. All right. So. <laughs> All right, let's pull it together here. <sighs> okay. <Just> so... <laughs> All right. I'm going to ask you some questions. I'll ask you a question, then. I'll ask you the same you ask one. You the same question. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, Amanda, what's, what's your favorite movie genre? You okay? It hurts. All right. Here we go. We can pull it together. <laughs> so I did give up cursing one time for Lent, but what I had to do was every time I cursed, I'd have to say five Our Fathers or Hail Marys. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I'd think about how many times I'd curse. I'd be like, okay, I've got 25 I got to do on the drive home from work or something. And it's like... That's a very good practice and discipline, though. It is. And when you do that, you realize, I've got to stop this. Like, so you do I it a lot a less because you have to say so many prayers. You take up so much of your time in the day praying, which is lovely if you're... But, like, doing the... Those prayers over and over Man, again can be gotta tough. Got to talk to God for like 25 minutes today. But the, but the thing is, I was doing like the rote, like the, you know, the ones that you've memorized and trying to make it mean something every time you say it is really hard. But um, but that's what I would do. So that's what I was trying to do with my complaining. So how's it going? I can't figure out the difference between complaining and just talking. <laughs> so I'm having trouble. So let me know if I complain because then okay. I have to. We need like a jar. I know. I need a complain jar. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question, and then you ask me the same question. Okay. What's your favorite movie genre? Mm, rom-com. Um, well, I don't know what my favorite genre I is. Like, I, I, I do like rom-com, but not necessarily. I like lightweight movies. If I'm picking one on my own. So, like, Midnight in Paris, Woody Allen is my favorite. Oh. I need to see that. Have you never seen I that? I haven't seen that. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I know we're not supposed to like Woody Allen right now. No, it's... But, I mean, like, it's... It's so good. He's an artist. He's an artist. And this is a masterpiece, in my opinion. So what's interesting is like, okay, so if you were going to, so I went to the movies a few weeks ago mm -hmm. and I had a choice between, and I was only going to go, I could only see one movie. Like I don't go to the movies. So this was like a big choice. Death on the Nile. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, wait, Death on the Nile, Marry Me. And like, I think the Batman had just come mm -hmm. out maybe. So between those three, what would you choose? Well, I, I did this, actually. Okay. It was Marry Me. See, I was like, that would be fun and easy, but I want to see Death on the Nile because that's a movie that, that you want to see That was the better choice, I will say. Because I loved... It was a cheesy movie, man. Was it? <laughs> it was... I have, a, I have a lot of complaints about that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I don't really know Agatha Christie, and I never saw Orient Express, okay. uh, Murder on the Orient. But, um, but, like, I gathered that, like, some of these characters were recurring and... Stuff like that, but I think I think the acting was really forced, which to me didn't feel fun. It felt forced, and oh, I okay. really I was like laughing and going, and I think his mustache was. You could see the lace front on the big screen. You can see that it's phony, and that just blew the whole thing for me. He should have had a scar up his face. Was it not supposed to be? He's like obviously no. fake. Well. In the first funny? movie, apparently he had this giant mustache, right? So I think what they did with the second movie, and I don't know if this is in the book or not, they tried to explain the mustache by saying he went to war and a bomb hit and and he tore up the side of his face and his girlfriend said to him, well, maybe you just need to grow a mustache or a mustache or however she said it, lovely. So the mustache, like they, they explain it, but the thing is the scar should have gone further up on his cheek. So yeah, it was cheesy. But I choose that movie over Marry Me probably any day. Okay, so Marry Me is, it's a, you're, quintessential rom-com like it's it's from the 90s yeah. and basically. i'm sure i'm gonna see it because my husband's gonna it's make me cute. watch it at some point um watch it at home don't spend your money to go to the theater for it yeah precious but i really uh, should have seen the predictable. batman because that's the one everyone's gonna talk about <sighs> oh you're not a Matt? are you not a batman fan uh, it's not that i'm not a batman fan i am a batman fan you're a huge like i quit watching batman movies when the dark knight came out oh why 
because that was so stressful for me. Oh. And it kind of ruined it for me. They're dark. Because in my head, there was a balance of Batman in comedy and darkness. Like, uh, yeah, that's true. The, the, what's his name? Michael Keaton one. I just showed my yes. kids that recently. Um, we wanted them to see that one because we think that's the best Batman. But it's, that's a, that's a level of family friendly entertainment. Right. But, and these things have gotten dark. But it was a Batman that kids couldn't see. And I feel like every single one of them since then has been that. Like, yeah. it made Batman for adults. Not like Spider-Man. Spider-Man has become a bigger and bigger hit, I think. With every children. one that's come out. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I mean, my Tucker, that. who's nine, saw it three like, times. Even Avengers. I love the Avengers movies. There are really dark parts of those. They get really intense sometimes. And you do but have. It goes to, over the kids' heads. Well, and this, as they get older, they can watch it. But yeah. there's comedy elements to balance it out. It's yeah. fun. I, I, If I'm watching a superhero movie, that's what I want. Interesting. I would have thought you'd be all in on the Batman. No, I'm not. All right, so what's your uh, go-to app? Wait, you didn't tell me what your favorite is. Well, I can't was. decide. That's the thing. I, I, It's like it's a it's a case-by-case situation. I love to watch an old movie, but sometimes I want to watch a rom-com. But a lot of the time I want to watch something like... I just recently went through a lot of the nominated movies. Belfast okay. I thought I'd really like, but I feel like they glazed over the important parts. I didn't understand a thing. I think if you're from Ireland, I know a lot of my friends that are Irish have really loved it because they lived it. So maybe they have a different perspective on it. But I also feel like there wasn't the danger aspect wasn't there for me. It glazed Why over everybody so gotta many. Be in danger? No, but like there's got to be <laughs> high stakes and there's got to be like some. The danger aspect is like the most important part. Bambi. His mom goes out in the field. Terrible. Doesn't make it back. But there's an element of like, will he make it? You know, let's survive. Why could mom survive and there be a happy ending? Because it was a movie. It's a very movie. He, this is why I can't watch because real life movie. has tragedy, Amanda. I know. That's why it's not entertainment. Go watch Mega Mind. That's like you my hear favorite my jeans. You, well, you have the pearlies on. They're like <laughs> squeaking. <laughs> One of the most important things I've learned as I age is that I don't want to look like I'm aging. <laughs> so Same. you know how I do that, <laughs> right? Don't we all? I have been protecting my skin with apostrophe. I have to say, my skin is glowing thanks to my apostrophe prescription. Yeah, apostrophe is a prescription skincare company. It offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear up acne and to help with your unique skin. So whether it's age spots or it's wrinkles or whatever your challenge is, apostrophe can help. And it's personalized treatment plans by a board-certified dermatologist, and it is perfectly tailored to you and your unique skin. And all you have to do is fill out apostrophe's online quiz about your skin, tell them what your goals are, your medical history. Uh, you take a few selfies. I recommend doing that before you log on because the quiz is so fast. And then a dermatologist will create a custom treatment plan, and they will email it directly to you. I love their packaging. Like, their packaging is really cute. So mine is to put on at night. So I have a little PM sticker that I stuck on yes. the top of it. Oh, I love how you get to decorate your bottle and make it uniquely yours. And the company checks in on you, too. Yeah, make they sure want to make sure everything's going well. Yeah, that everything's working well for you. So we have a deal for our audience. You can save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash WWB when you use our code WWB. And this code is only available to our listeners. And to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash WWB and click begin visit. Then use our code WWB at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash WWB and use that code WWB to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we want to thank Apostrophe for being a wonderful sponsor of What Women Binge. Um, What's your app that you like to like play on when you're at the DMV? Mm, okay. It used to be role-playing games, but I had to quit that, as you oh, know. Your Sims, yes. Sims and um, Sultans and all of those things. So now it's Scrabble Go or whatever the new one is. Do you think we're getting older and that's why we like these like smarty pants games? It makes us or, smart. <laughs> yeah. Or do you think we're doing it to like multitask? So it's like a game, but it's also helping in some way. I think... We crave that stimulation. Obviously, we live in a world where our phones are constantly available to us. So the fast movement of just having something to fiddle yeah, I, with and Like, I usually like numbers. You. Like, mine was always Sudoku. Like, if I'm on the airplane and I'm taking off and I'm scared of flying and I want to distract myself, I either read a magazine or I am on Sudoku or, in the last, like, maybe year, went back to solitaire. I love solitaire, too. Which... I also play that with just a deck of cards sometimes. If I just mm -hmm. have a deck of cards, I'm at the beach, I'm bored. I'll 
throw out a deck of cards. I love backgammon, but I can't really, I don't play that on, on an app. you play that online? I don't play that online. I play that in real life. I love to have a glass of wine with a friend and play backgammon because you can talk, but you're playing and you're sipping your drink. I like Mancala for that reason. Oh, I don't remember how to play that. We have to do that. Um, but my, my now, and now I'm into Wordle. And I wonder I if it's because of my Wheel of Fortune background. Like, I got into Wheel of Fortune you, and I got the words. Wheel of Fortune background. I my background that. at Wheel of Fortune being the biggest winner of ever. I don't know if I I've know. told you guys that, but like biggest winner at Wheel of Fortune ever. Ever. Literally ever? I think ever. Not just like. No, I think I won the most money anyone's ever won in that show. Holy cow. I know. I think that when I was looking that, it You up, can claim that as background then. Well, I was doing a little research. You do have a Wheel like, of Fortune background. I was like, if I say I'm one of three winners or four winners of the million dollar, and then there's different stats, right? There's like, just like in football. I hate when there's so many different stats. I'm the only person, only celebrity to ever win a million. I'm like the third person ever to win a million. And then I think I realized in researching that, that I'm, I've won, I think I won 1,039,800. Mm-hmm. And I think the person before that won like 1,020,000 something. Holy cow. So it's not a big difference, but I think I, I won. That's my friend, y'all. But because I was practicing on the app, the Wheel of Fortune app. That makes sense. Um, I think I became, into, I got into words all of a sudden. I know now I think I would like Scrabble. I was never a word girl, but now Wordle. Scrabble. I'm loving Wordle. I do love Wordle, and I'm good at Wordle, which yeah. makes me very. Happy. I think that's the thing too. I, I'm. I feel like I'm kind of good at it. Which, yeah, then you strokes the play ego it. a little bit. Like oh, maybe they make it super simple. Got for that it reason. on the second one. Yeah, <laughs> like you did it. Okay. What's your start word in Wordle? What do you always start with? House. Oh really? I hadn't thought of that one. I always do irate. Oh, that's a good one. Because like a lot of vowels. My dream my family, is my other one. So I always do irate, and then I do lucky. And that like gets rid of so many letters right off the bat. That lucky is good. And then after that, you can kind of solve it in one, one or two more. Uh huh. What is a villain, a TV villain that you love to hate? Well, that would imply that I love the show. Yeah, I mean Beth's the only one I can think of from Yellowstone. But there's got to be. I mean, like in Bridgerton, is there someone? And I mean, that's the thing about that's the thing about Gilded Age. There's no I think, villain. Uh, what's his name? Logan from. Succession. Oh, I don't me, yeah. necessarily love the show, but he is a great villain. But they're all kind of the villain in that show. But I, I, he appalls me more than anyone. Yeah, but do you love him for that reason too? Are you like so. really? I mean, you're like if he left, I'd be really sad. Oh, the great Nicholas Holt's character. <gasps> yes. What is, what is his name in that? Uh, He's the czar. Uh, yeah, Peter. Peter. So Peter the Peter the not so great. Peter the mediocre. I think they yes. call him Nicholas Holt. He is. He's a fabulous villain. He's the villain I love to hate. Yes. Because you can't get rid of him. Gosh, I love Even though he's supposed to die at some point, you can't get rid of him. He's the best. All right, what's your favorite workout song? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think through all the Orange Theory playlists right now. Uh, Mine is definitely Eminem, Lose Yourself. If that song comes on and I'm on a spin bike, I am tearing it up, man. That's a good one. Oh, what was that? In my head, I have the rock rap, you know, the, the, I can't rap, guys. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't it's know if we're allowed to. No, 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 um, Raise the roof. What? No. The roof. The, the roof. roof. <laughs> the roof is on fire. Um, <laughs> what about know. like a 90s song that you love? Is it Don't Go Chasing Walls? No, that is not a Pump Me Up song. <laughs> oh, another one for me is Breaking Benjamin. Anything by Breaking Benjamin? I could see that. Mm-hmm. There was a whole like... Pop punk playlist at Orange Theory a few weeks oh, ago. So good. And I was like feeling oh, um, misery business. <gasps> misery business is a good one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, any of those, even like an Alanis Morissette might get you going. Mm-hmm. But um I think one of mine, one of mine is what is that song? G six. Uh-huh. Is it Rihanna? It's not Rihanna. Who sings that one? But like, like a G six. That one's like on the Orange Theory. Oh, I love that fairly one. often. I love that one. Yeah, that I one like that just one. like you just like you feel you feel like you're like just at a dance club, and it just makes you keep going. Um, what's a TV show you gave up on? I am usually a committer. I watched um, one episode of, what's the one you're into? Gilded? No. no. Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Watched one episode of that. Well, you probably didn't like the very beginning when they killed the horse. It wasn't the first episode. It was just on somewhere, oh, okay. and so I kind of like watched it unknowingly. And I, it was okay, but it didn't hook me enough to be like, what is this show I got to do? Oh, really? But, so I've never revisited that. Mine was, well, recently Ghost. Oh, yeah, you hated it. CBS or something. I thought it was going to be so funny. It was so weird. I really didn't enjoy that. 
Um, and then it felt like a kid's show to me. I think it felt like a little yeah. bit like my kid's show bunked or something like that, which actually I like those shows, but this one, I was like, this is not what I was expecting. And then, um, uh, I almost gave up on white Lotus. Uh, I hope you didn't. I didn't. I got through it. And then I went on spring break guys. And I was like, <laughs> we stayed at two different hotels and the first one was very like rustic and cool. Were and, like, you like analyzing everybody's story? Oh, I was like, <laughs> that kid is definitely sleeping on the beach tonight. And those girls definitely have drugs in their purse. And that guy's definitely pooping in someone's suitcase. suitcase. <laughs> I was like, it was, yeah, all of a sudden I was looking around. The second resort we stayed at was very white lotusy, And I was like, oh my, I couldn't stop. I was at breakfast with my husband just going, Oh my gosh, this is so white lotus. This is so who's gonna end up in a casket? Yeah. But um yeah, I'm Connie Britton. I was walking down the beach with my I actually had my purse this time instead of like a sandbag, and I was like, I feel like Connie Britton. There you go. Um but yeah, White Lotus I almost gave up on. I'm glad I didn't. Only murders in the building I recently finished. <gasps> finally. You finally finished? Yes. I loved it. I didn't expect it. I don't know why. I should have seen it coming, but I didn't expect it. Um but I think they're at the end. Are they doing they're doing another one? Yeah. So that's good. Um but yeah, a few of those shows I feel like, oh, you know what I gave up on that I'm actually really sad I gave up on is Breaking Bad. Um, because I really liked it, but there so was this weird, hard. satisfying thing at the end of every episode where I felt like I got what I needed out of it. And you were done. And it wasn't like, it didn't draw me to be like, I gotta watch the next one. Right. It was more like, oh, that, I love that. It was not a bingeable show. It was lovable. Like, I, I, I enjoyed the experience, and I was like, I'll watch another one some other day. Not like, I have to watch it right away. There's something about that, but I, I do want to go back and watch it. You know what's a show I've always wanted to watch that I haven't is Dexter. I feel like I would really like that because Mark and I yeah. loved House. And I feel like Dexter's like House. Dexter's good. Actually, I can handle Dexter as long as I don't, like, I look away during the violence. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Because I can... like the story and I like the heart behind it. It's a good thing you never got through it, Yellowstone, because you couldn't handle the violence. Oh, either. good point. That is brutal. Um, what is a book that you think everybody should read once? To Kill a Mockingbird. Is that the one you read every year, though? Yeah, I okay. do. So that's also your I feel like it's for... so important, and it is something that no matter what era you read it in, no matter what's going on in the world, there's a message that relates to yeah. the current situation. Um, I just think it's really I'm going to go back and reread. That's going to be my reread book. Um, yeah, I think that's my answer. Maybe we should do, like, a month of <clears throat> classics. Oh, that would be... Catcher in the Ride, Little Mockingbird, no. I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. Why are you doing this to me? Because so they're all, you're great. But they're all, you're going to find that they're all quick hey, reads because these you, are all middle school books. Have you read Catcher in the Rye? Yes, a few times. Okay. Do we need to reread it? I I kind of feel like I need to because Holden Caulfield is like one of my favorite characters of literature, but I feel like it would change very much in my 40s. And now that I have teenage boys. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sort of like The Outsiders. Like, okay, fine. Um, What else we got? I'll do here? it, but I'm going to complain about it. Oh, a book I think everybody should read once. Well, I mean, maybe not for men, but I do feel like I I love uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, that's a great one. That is a book that, man. Set in my that, hometown. Really? Yeah. That is a book that just, like, spoke to me. I don't know why. I, I think because I was on the beach at the time, and it kind of takes place in the bayou with the, like, or maybe not the bayou, but, like, mm -hmm. you know, you're, like, there. Are the authors from my hometown? I can't remember. This something, girl's, like, Something living, about my hometown. It's connected to me. Okay. The girl is, like, <laughs> living on her own. And just what that means when her father was abusive and then, like, to be living on your own out there in the middle of nowhere with nothing and, like... Is Reese making that one a movie? Apparently, yes. The Reese... Because that's where I, I got it from the Reese mm -hmm. book club. Um, but, yeah, that that was a book I loved. I definitely recommend everybody read that. Oh, you know what, though? Maybe Nightingale by... Uh, oh, yeah. What's her name? Hannah. Uh, Hannah. Yeah, Kristen Hannah. Um, I do love the Nightingale. I think that's an important one, especially for women because it's, like... It shows this side of, like, you know, two two women sisters in World War Two, French occupied, um, if you know, like occupied France, and I didn't know anything about that area or that time really. And that with that, you know, you hear about what happened at the concentration camps and like with Anne Frank and stuff. But to see that was a totally different thing. Like to to see that other side of things. Um. What is a show you have to watch as a couple? Like, what show do you have to wait for Logan to watch? Oh, Maisel, which oh. the new season, slow start, really paid off at the end. Really? And we only See, I never even finished the last season. Got slow for me. I'm going to need you to finish that. It's good. All right. It's good. It's not great. It's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. The first, right, I'll check it out. The first two episodes, I was like, what's happening? Really? Yeah. All right. I'll I'll push through. I'll push through. Um, What else? Uh, for me, from with Mark and I, it was 1883 and Yellowstone. Those are the ones we waited on. Back in the day, it was like House. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we find a show that we're lucky enough to both like, we really, like that, that's like, that's joy to me. Like yes. when we find a show and we both like it and we watch one or two episodes, we're like, yes, let's watch it tonight. <laughs> then we like get the bed, kids to bed a little, little early and we're like, let's climb. Like it feels like our time. Um, do you remember Mozart in the Jungle? Have we talked about this no. before? I They don't make it anymore. I think it was on Amazon um, Prime. It is fabulous. I think there's three seasons. Oh my goodness. That was one that we watched together every single time. Neither of us were allowed to get ahead on it. Yeah. We loved it. Um, yeah, I got it. You know, we tried Outlander again last night because our waitress yesterday at lunch, we went on a little lunch date and she was like, oh, my husband loves Outlander. So Mark was like, all right, we'll watch it tonight. We watched the first one again. He fell asleep again. Oh, Just no. like the first time I ever watched it. So I'm like, all right, I want to watch and that's more. that's like but an now, intense episode. And there's a new season out now. Oh, so okay. now I got some catching up to do. We like Picard. We'll watch together. We watch Succession together. We... Uh, he watched The Great with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mark would never. <laughs> never. Well, at first, he, he didn't watch the first one. So I I made it. He just happened to be there when I was watching the second, and it hooked him. Did you do Obi-Wan together? Oh, Obi-Wan hasn't come out yet. No, we... Um, Did it? No. No. We watched... Uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. And I didn't watch that one as much. I was very in on The Mandalorian. Okay. But Boba Fett... I watched the last three I'm episodes. still waiting on Tucker to watch Maybe Mandalorian go. with me. I won't watch it without my nine-year-old. <laughs> I just won't. I want to, but I won't because he hasn't yet. Um, what is your favorite radio station? Do you have a radio station? Oh, nineties on nine. Oh yeah, and pop. What is the? Mine's lithium. I like that one too. I love lithium. All I the, love nineties rock. The blend. Yeah. If I, if if nineties if if uh, if if lithium's not on, then it's octane or it's nineties uh, on nine or uh, then I switch to like news channels like what is BBC the pop one? Or... There's. Pop something. Oh, uh, uh, oh no, I'm thinking Y2, no. Isn't there a Y2K? There, no. I know what you're talking about. Pop something. Pop something. Pop something. We're going with pop something. Um, what is a movie that you walked out of or turned off? Maybe House on Haunted Hill or something like that. Oh, that's a TV show though, right? No, it was a movie. movie. It, all I know is the first scene, they were like in a desert, in a camper, and there were like these weird monster... Zombie things like trying to like <laughs> rape a woman, and I like oh. couldn't. Like I was like, you didn't want to watch that? Nope. The hills have eyes. No. The hills have no. eyes. Not. Doing I it made point. it about five minutes, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, never. Oh my gosh. And I've I've not watched a horror movie since. Mark and I walked out of Punch Drunk Love at the movie theater. We went to see it, Adam Sandler movie, right? Yeah. I think. And this is a long time ago. This is like I'm trying to remember early two thousands, probably two thousand two, two thousand three, somewhere in there. And we were there, and we, I think we thought it was one of those where you think it's going to be a comedy, and then you're like, mm, not really a comedy. And we walked out. I've never seen it. Yeah, never finished it. Um, a book you've read more than once. We know yours is To Kill a Mockingbird. I've read a lot of books more than once. You have? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really see a purpose. I mean, now I can say The Outsiders because my kids. There's a book called Sarah's Key. And it's it's really it's an emotional book. It's about this little girl who's in occupied France during World War Two. Oh, you told me and, about this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's so beautifully written. And but just you you're you'll never be the same. Your emotions will be affected, but it is unbelievable. And I've read that <gasps> now speaking of multiple times. That there's a book called Expecting Adam out there, and I wanted to make it a movie, but the couple that wrote it won't allow it because it's based on their real life. Um, <laughs> highly recommended. The woman was pregnant with her second child. He was in, um, they were both in, uh, the husband had to go to Japan on a trip. They were both in medical school or law school or something. I can't remember. I read it so long ago, but I really wanted to make it a movie because she has all these um, kind of God moments oh. where uh, he saves her life a few times. She has like angels come Hell, and it's and they didn't believe in that kind of thing. And then they finally decided to write the book years later because they couldn't believe these things happened to them. Like, it's really beautiful. Okay. And it's kind of how Adam, she hears that, she finds out Adam's going to have Down syndrome. And it's whether or not, and everybody wants her to terminate the pregnancy. And she doesn't. And it's sort of like how Adam, like, brings this, brings her around to spirituality. It's it's really beautiful. Um. Okay. 
What's a show that your kids watch? Like, what's a show you like to watch with your kids? Mm. Uh, one that I can tolerate right now is Tots. How do you, <laughs> T-O-T-S? It's like a Disney Channel, like, young children's show, and they, like, deliver babies oh. to their parents. What? Yeah. So it's like baby animals. And so they, like, they're like the storks. And they deliver, it's, it's. Yeah, I uh, Tucker's really into watching these pancake. These brothers make pancakes on YouTube, and I can't. Oh. I mean, I can't stand Mr. Beast. If we're, I can watch that with the kids on YouTube. So I like, like YouTube. I can't watch with him. He's either watching people eat gummy gummy candy, or he's watching people make pancakes and flipping them over. These the screaming, watching other Ugh. children play video games, or the fake Among Us. I don't know if you've seen like the Among Us fake. Like people playing it out. No. Oh, it's like that. It's a fake video game. I can't do it. But I liked. I always liked when they watched Henry Danger. I loved Henry Danger on Nickelodeon. Really good show. Actually, Riker would probably love it. Okay. Um, it's about a boy who becomes a superhero sidekick. Oh, we started the new Proud Family. Oh, my friend Soleil's in that. And I actually, I liked it. It does address like some things that, like, if you're not prepared to have conversations with your children about, it, completely over my kids' heads. They didn't ask me any questions, but obviously, I would be willing to talk to them about it. But that would be my only, like, hey, heads up. Yeah. Um, but I actually think they address it in a cool way. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's the same proud family that it was when we, when. Yeah. I Years was, ago. I guess, a teenager, but I still watched it then. Yeah. So. Um, I uh, always, well, I, I, I'm okay with, like, Jesse and Bunked a little bit. Um, but Henry Danger was probably the one I liked the best. When they were little, I really liked Little Einsteins. Yes. I still like that because the music's pretty and it's okay. Even if the, some of the, yeah, pat, pat, pat. We still do that on an airplane taking <laughs> off. Like, Put your hands in the air and shake your whole body. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a few that I, like he's into Gigantosaurus right now, which I think is Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, there's one I'm on, Casa Grande. Yes. Which is a spinoff of The Loud House. I do love The Loud I House. I need to show my kids Casa Grande. And Casa actually. Grande's is a good show. It's really cute. And, um. A few life lessons in there, but it really just they stories are about just friendship. Covering stuff on their own, and Riker is very into YouTube. Yeah, that's mostly. Tucker so too. That's a problem. There's yeah. not a lot of shows that he's interested. I know. In. I wish there were more shows because I feel like they have good lessons. Wrestling. That's the other thing. Wrestling. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Um. This or that. This or that. You ready? I'm ready. All right. I'm gonna go through the whole list for you. Okay. Then I'll do yours. Okay. Documentary or reality? Documentary. Comedy or tragedy? Comedy. Wordle or Sudoku? Sudoku. <laughs> uh, whiskey or cocktail? Cocktail. Elvis or Beatles? Uh, tie. No, pick one. Uh, Beatles. Okay. <laughs> Surf or turf? Surf. Movie theater or movie at home? Movie theater. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. <laughs> I don't think we can be friends anymore. Opposites attract. I know. Inside or outside? Outside. Weights or cardio? I need cardio, but weights... No, cardio. Cardio. <laughs> Let's do cardio. All right, ready? Yep. Documentary or reality? Mm. Documentary. Comedy or tragedy? Comedy. Wordle or Sudoku? Wordle. Jack Daniels or Mojito? Neither. Mm, Gin and tonic. <laughs> Elvis or Beatles? Beatles. Surf or turf? Surf. Give me all the crustaceans. Yeah, right. Uh, movie theater or home movie? Uh, theater. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Big surprise. Inside or outside? Outside. Weights or cardio? Cardio. Yeah. All right. So we got some. Opposites attract and then other, I'm you know. I'm so disappointed in your soda. In my selection. soda choices. Here's the thing. Let's do a taste test. I think you know we which should, one's going to win? We, well, you don't know that. What if you close your eyes and you're like, mm, that one's definitely Coke and it's Pepsi? I would Do you know. think you'd really know? Yes. I'm going to test you. I'm going to one of these days, guys. We'll do it as a YouTube special. Blind taste test. Just going to make you try some stuff. <laughs> you know what we should have it on should here? should just be try some stuff. <laughs> Who? Wait, real quick. Who's your Instagram? What are your favorite follows on Instagram? Name like three, real quick. Uh, Mallory Irvin, who's like a local Nashville influencer. Love her. She's just super encouraging. I I adore her. Um, who else do I love? I threw my phone away. Um, 
Oh, gosh. Now that you're putting me on the spot. Well, here, you want me to do mine? Yeah, you do yours. So I'm really into the folding lady right now. She shows you how to fold everything from like a bathing suit or pack for a trip or a a fitted sheet. Like, she's great. Oh, yes, yes. And even like napkins to decorate your table and stuff. Um, The Shirley Temple King is a boy, a little boy. Oh, you told me about him. Yeah, a little boy from um, Connecticut. And he goes and taste tests Shirley Temple's, but he also does like a Sunday snack down where he challenges like Cheetos versus Lay's or something, you know, like, um, and he's really cute. And, uh, oh gosh, what else? Oh, you know who I really love? Cassie Kelly, who she's married to a guy in like Lady Antebellum. Okay. She's not really like, she used to do like full-time influencing kind of stuff where she was always like showing you products and everything. Now it's just pretty much like her life, but Mm. she's just very interesting and sweet um, so I like her. Maxim Shmerkovsky. Yes. Um, from Dance with the Stars and his That's... Ukrainian reporting right now is pretty important. Um, but I would say for more fun, Derek Huff. Oh, <laughs> for, yeah. I love his TikTok. Oh, gosh. Who? His TikTok is amazing. His All his dance moves and his, he does the special effects things. He's so smart with that stuff, but I love it. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we've covered a lot today. We have covered a lot today. I had so much fun. I know. It's fun chatting with you. I hope everybody else likes to listen to us ramble about all the things. Yeah, you guys listen. We really appreciate you guys listening. We really appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review. And, like, uh, go check out our Instagram, too, because we do have an Instagram. And we give you rates and we give you reviews there. Yes. We give you reviews on our Instagram. So check it out. Thank you guys for joining us today on What Women Do. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys for joining us for What Women Binge. You can connect with all of us on your favorite social media platforms. We have at What Women Binge, Amanda. I'm at Amanda WWB. I'm at Melissa Joan Hart. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can find all of our links at whatwomenbinge.com and subscribe on YouTube. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios, video production by Matt Giesler, and audio by Matt Lott, and production assistant Jennifer Best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com.